Hi everyone, you're listening to Candidly Laura, a podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. What are you up to today, Laura? Yellow to you. Hi. Um, October 30th, 2022. It is a Sunday, and I am packing up at the Magical Treehouse house, and this is the end of my Canadian portion of my adventure, Um, and I haven't recorded for a while, and um, who doesn't like a reason to procrastinate, (laughs) you know? So... I wanted to do just like, here's some observations. Here's what I loved about this area. And then here are just some things I'm thinking about as I pack up. Um, And I talked about this pretty openly um, on my social media channels, but I love this area. And one of the days that I went exploring, I found this really cute artsy town that has like these bluffs overlooking this part of this river. And it's just gorgeous. And kind of in every direction, there is an unbelievable park with amazing views of rivers and bluffs and like these rock formations. Like it's just a pretty incredibly beautiful area. And I'm super grateful to have spent time here. I'm super grateful to have spent time in this house which has just a pretty magical energy in that it feels very restorative to have all of these windows looking at all of these birds and all of these trees and to have landed here. You know, I came here the beginning of September and it's now end of October. And so I really got to see the full transition of the trees at full summer volume to now full fall and then full ready for winter, you know, they're on the ground. And it's, I didn't really think about this when I started out on this trip, but it became pretty clear here. The part of what I'm doing, because I do have house on the mind in the like, okay, I think that I want to put some energy towards buying a house. And having a home base that I own that that I can rent out when I'm not there. And partway through this house stay, I was like, oh, in some ways, I'm like auditioning houses (laughs) to get really clear what I think I need. And um, it sounds so silly. There are two things about this house that absolutely drive me bananas. One is this very stupid sectional couch that is cute and works well in the room, but slides all over bejesus. And there's no way to sit on it and feel comfortable in a way that like you could actually stay there for a little bit and not have the whole thing move. Okay. So there's one thing I even I'd like, I spent a lot of time rearranging the couch to see if there was a different like way that that could be modularly so that it wouldn't move and it just didn't work. And it has these felt things underneath that just like, don't do its job the way that I wanted to. And I did look, I was like, okay, can I zip tie 
the, um, the legs together, but they're too far apart. Anyway, it's just a whole thing. I tried really hard. What the room really needs is a rug. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, I digress. But when you're staying in a place for two months and that's the primary chair in the like TV fireplace room, that's the primary place to sit. Like it changes that room. So what ended up happening is like, we would do our long walk. We'd spend some time by the river and then it like, 6 30 or 7 we'd go upstairs because upstairs on the bed was just more comfortable so r.i.p the living room here and then the second thing which i've said to a couple friends the main living floor doesn't have a bathroom and i don't know why but it is partially i think because of the dogs so every time i go upstairs or downstairs to pee it like everybody gets excited because they think something fun is happening and Tucker and Willow both like, they like being in the bedroom. Um, and this is the first time, the second time that we've ever lived on a, on a double level. Um, so it was just fascinating to feel that energy every time I had to pee. <laughs> And it's not like there isn't plumbing on this floor. I think that's what just like makes my brain crazy. It's like they remodeled in 2012 and they could have put a half bath very easily. Actually, like right behind where I'm sitting right now. Because the main floor is like this really cute um, windowed porch and then the deck um, and like the grill. And then there's the desk area in the living room and the sectional couch, and then a big dining table and a kitchen. And then there's like a little entryway. So there's a lot of space for a bathroom. Just saying, it's my opinion, but in looking at like, okay, so what's so magical about this house is how big the windows are and that you really have, there is no window that does not have a tree and the neighbors are far enough away or there's a fence that you don't see other than like a little part of the top of the roofs of both sides. You don't see other houses. You just see trees or shrubberies. Um, This house has a bunch of already like really pretty established raspberry bushes that were at the end of their time when I was here and I was like, oh, fruit bushes. So It's just nice to have, now I'm starting to really think about like what kind of space I want to craft for myself. And like, I know some things are important, but unless I had lived in a house where there wasn't a toilet (laughs) on the main space, like it would not probably have bothered me as much, but now I'm like, nope, that's annoying. And I will never do that, you know, or I'll buy a house knowing that that's like the first thing that I have to do is put a little, put a little closet and a sink and a toilet in the corner call it a day. So I do like this area. I knew when I had visited and from what I had heard and researched that they are very, very French oriented. Like that is just a big part of their culture. And like, I knew that. And um, I had underestimated what it was going to be like for me to live here this long 
and have only minimal French. I did take French in school. I did not do as good of a job brushing up on it as I would have liked to. And really simple things like figuring out how to get my oil changed. <laughs> like I had to have people on the internet help me figure that out because I wanted to go where they at least had minimal English in case there was something else they needed to talk to me about. And um, the internet was not very helpful. And unlike most of the places I lived in the U.S., there aren't like the sort of Jiffy Lube drive up oil change places like you have to make an appointment somewhere. And most of the mechanics don't have any like online appointment makers. Um, so that's just like the truth of the way that it is. So when I think about things I'm excited to go back to, like being able to speak English with everyone, it's very, it's very exciting. And also if I do come back to this area or for some reason, if I retire in that cute little town, that's a little, it's an hour North of Quebec city. Um, I'm going to really brush up on my French and I'm going to be fluent enough to make my own hair appointment and um, oil change appointment. <laughs> Um, so those are just some things in the area. I certainly posted a lot of photos and it's in my long-term plans on my blog, on my website to have, uh, like an entire rundown of Quebec city and this area and just hiking. And so look forward to those in the coming months. Um, hopefully I'll get that up sooner rather than later. Okay. And then, so I'm three months in like almost exactly to the day as I record this. And tomorrow I drive back down into the States. And as I'm packing up, you know, there are a few things that I'm starting to like question, like, should I get rid of some stuff? But also like, are there some things that I actually should have? And so there are two kitchen things that are on my mind which we're going to see if I end up feeling like after I pack my car tonight and tomorrow, if I feel like I can justify having them in my hat, in my car, but I really, really, really miss my air fryer. Like so freaking much because it just was so good at everything. It was so good at so many things and making so many things quickly and reheating food. And now that I'm cooking a lot more than I was, um, I am dependent less on frozen meals and the, the multifunctionality <laughs> of an air fryer is missed. So there's that. And then the other thing that I really have my brain on is getting a, as compact as I can, but getting a bread maker because price of food is is considerable and that's like my biggest expense right now so i feel like that's part of why it feels so daunting is I, i'm not spending a lot of money on activities or restaurants or anything else that i sort of or even new clothes or new shoes or any sort of the normal life things that i would in a in a three-month span it's mostly just grocery store and popping out $10 for, or $7.99 for a loaf of gluten-free bread. That's like two and a half by two and a half or three by three inch slices it is really hard. <laughs> and I know that it would also mean not only the actual machine of the bread making, but also the supplies of the bread making. 
And I, now that I'm really clear how much I had been eating the things that made me feel bad, I'm super clear. It's even harder to find gluten-free bread um, that doesn't have any potato starch in it. So if I could figure out a way to really perfect that and have it be even a quarter of the price, um, you know, that bread machine would pay for itself in a year. The other thing that I recently did is I actually found an Airbnb um, in the North Carolina mountainy region um, that I'm going to spend a considerable amount of time. And this area was on my list and I've been popping around a couple different cities. Like I was popping around Charlotte and Raleigh and I was also part popping around the um, North Carolina and South Carolina shoreline to see if an Airbnb came up with a bunch of the things that I wanted to try and see if those were areas that I wanted to live. And I ended up finding one um, outside of Asheville, North Carolina. It is unfortunately 35 minutes to a target, which is just outside my my ideal target range. Um, and I was actually talking to a friend about this yesterday because that's always been on my living list. And I think that's part of like spending quite a bit of time in in either city or rural where, you know, on a good day or 20 or 30 minutes away. Um, but I what happens in my brain when I think about like being within 20 minutes of um, of Target is that it's also really means other things come with targets. Targets are not by themselves in the middle of cornfields the way that they're one of their competitors who will not be named the W word. I'm just kidding. I have no shame against Walmart. They have been very helpful in my life, especially when I was living in rural areas. Um, But like targets are never just completely by themselves. Like there's always other grocery stores or restaurants or movie theaters or other such things around them. So Target is sort of, for me, a little beacon of like more civilization will be there. And that's, you know, that's what I like. Um, Okay. So I'm going to be there from the middle of January to the beginning of September. And that's a long time. That will put me on the road for over a year. And it will also put me on to after have having sorry, none of those are sentences. It will have put me in, it will have had me rent. I don't even know how to say this sentence. I will have stayed, here we go. I will have stayed at five different Airbnbs over the year. Um, And I think that's cool. And I think I'm going to get a good feel for lots of different areas. And I think I'm going to really hone in on what it is that I need a metropolis to give me, like Trader Joe's and Targets, uh, symphonies, music venues. Um, that's a thing that I started doing some research on yesterday because this uh, Asheville is not super concerty, like they're kind of concerty, um, but it's not like big time music bringers if that makes, if those are all words, like it's not like Milwaukee where you have a giant music fest and like three really good music venues and you get a lot of really good concerts. So depending on how I like the Asheville area will depend on whether I stay there or I start putting offers on houses. 
yesterday on Zillow because I spent too much time on Zillow. A house that's about an hour outside of Asheville is definitely does not pass the target test, but a really cute two-story farmhouse that was in pretty good condition and come came with 25 acres of land um, and like mountain views and bluffs and a creek that runs through it came on the market and it's it's at 390,000. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, can you imagine having 25 acres and mountain views? Anyway, okay, so with, I just digressed. So those are the things I'm thinking about with adding things. Um, And it may be that once I get to where I'm staying for almost eight months, that's when I decide I I can entertain a bread maker and an air fryer because I know I won't be packing up my house for a while. Um, But also there's a few things that I'm like, okay, I haven't used this what do I do with it? And some things that I won't use until summertime. So how do you pack for when you're in and out of places? And this will be easier when I get there in January, right? Like I can put the summer stuff in the second bedroom and put that stuff away. But if I decide I don't want to stay in Asheville and I decide to go back on the road, um, then looking at how do I pack and Maybe how do I keep things in places so that like seasons are separate and I get really clear. I, I haven't used these things for three or four months. They, I have to get rid of them, even though that is wasteful. Sorry. I just got like three hiccups randomly. Um, even though it's wasteful, it's also like just smart because why would you keep lugging them around if you're not going to use them and you haven't used them yet? So you're probably not going to. Okay. Those are a lot of thoughts that I just gave to you. I hope you love them all. Um, I am committed to getting back to being consistent with recording these. Um, I kind of burned myself out, I think, in doing those like 40 right off the bat. Um, So I'm going to give myself some grace and then just try to do like two or three or four a week, depending on how I feel. Um, Because I also think it'll be interesting in the new, in the two next, even the three next places to really hone in and talk about like, what is different about this place than the last two places? How am I balancing working and traveling and adventuring? Um, And also like resting and reading books and how is all of that going? All right. I hope you're doing well. Happy October 30th, almost November. Bye, y'all.